Dr. Consenlock, Assistant Professor of Management here at LSE, you say in your work that those companies, organizations that have 30% more women at the top, you say, improves the finances, it means there's better governance, there's less bankruptcy, and nirvana of capitalist success. But, of course, this isn't the case in the vast majority of companies. So what's going wrong? Is it that capitalism doesn't know what's good for it? Is it some sort of male misogynistic bonding? Is it just mates like mates and to hell with the balance sheet? Why, if you're right, is it not obvious everywhere that we need to build up all the women in the boards and that they are being built up there? Well, first of all, not everyone believes the data. People have their own mm. views about this, and people have very biased views about this. I think we have to look back at the way business has evolved over time, which is that it's been largely a male arena, mm -hmm. and women have had a certain role in the household. And so women coming into the workforce is relatively recent. And now when we find out that if you have 30% or more at the top levels, it's good for the organization, some people resist that information. They, so they say they it's not really information at all. It's yeah. not data. It's just made up by this feminist lobby. Yeah. Do you get any of that in academic life? Yeah, absolutely. You would be surprised at the amount of resistance that you get from very well-educated people who just say, no, there must be some other reason. You're, you're not looking at the data correctly. But are the women who've made it, as it were, are they not sort of by definition kind of ersatz men? Because the system is so structured, the women who do it are, if you want to use the famous example, Margaret Thatcher types. Mm. In which case, they ought to be making the same mistakes as men anyway. So there's a kind of fallacy in the middle of it, which is that the women change things, whereas the women who make it are the women who don't change things. There are two issues there. One is evolution, and the other is balance. So the first thing about evolution is that over time you'll see a change. So business has been very male. So that women coming into that male environment have to be somewhat male in order to get accepted. And you saw this 20, 30 years ago. Um, now you're seeing less and less of that. And so over time, things will change. More diversity will be accepted. So the more there are, the easier it is. Yes. Are you kind of stereotyping, I mean, we talk a lot about stereotypes mm. here, stereotyping women. So the notion of a woman is mm. somebody who, to look at another bit of your work, flirts effectively, whereas mm. guys don't flirt. Or the notion of a woman is more emotional, more holistic. Mm. You're almost saying a better manager. That's not true of all no. women, just as it's not true of all men. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So when I talk about these things, I remind people about the bell curve. When you talk about people and psychology, it's always a bell curve. So if you think of two bell curves, there's a male bell curve and a female bell curve. So on average, men are taller than women. But there are men who are shorter than certain women, and there are women who are taller than the average man. And so when you look at this bell curve, it doesn't mean that all women will behave a certain way or be better or whatever. It just means you have to give people a chance. And the more diversity there is in the workforce, I think this is the effect we're seeing. It's not so much about men and women. It's really about diversity. It's having different views, people who come from a different perspective. But not just diversity. There has to be numbers. Doesn't yes, there? that's what it seems to exactly. Me to come to. Having because, a token doesn't because doesn't make a difference. the token will be the honorary man or yeah. whatever it is. So yeah. you need this kind of strength and diversity. Exactly. Does flirting work? I thought your arguments were ambiguous. On the one hand, yes. you're saying it's a kind of technique. Yes. On the other hand, you're saying the people who engage in flirting lack authority. What struck me is authority is quite important for success. Yeah. Which is it? Yeah. So we were not doing the research 
to, in order to prescribe whether or not people should flirt. We were doing it to find out this is something people do already. Does it work? Mm -hmm. And so it was, it was that type of question. And what we found was sometimes yes and sometimes no. It depends, yeah. Yeah. as with all of these questions. Back to your bell curve. Guys can flirt with guys. Women can flirt with women. Flirting isn't just a sort of driven no. heterosexual activity. It's about no, no. charm, isn't it? Exactly. So you have to be good at it. But, but the key that we found was there's flirting where you appear very friendly and warm. And there's flirting where you're really looking out for yourself. Mm -hmm. You're being assertive, but in a kind of flirty way. Mm -hmm. It's the second one that works in negotiations. Yeah. The first one doesn't work because you're a pushover. Yeah. And that's open to all gender, as it were. Exactly. If you were called in, you won't be called in, you might have been called in by the president or director of LSE. And he says, gosh, you know, tell me about, tell me about leadership. What should I do? One thing to improve leadership at LSE. It's fine, but I want to make it even better. Is it structures? Should I make some speeches? Or what should I do? What would you say to the director, the president of LSE? One thing to improve management here. Leaders need flexibility. They need to have a sensitivity to the situation that they're in and the flexibility to adjust to that situation. There is no one-size-fits-all when it comes to leadership. So it's not, go get some more women into the leadership team? Not necessarily. I mean, yes, you need diversity, but you need to look at the situation and you need to understand the demands of the situation. Councillor Locke, thank you very much for subjecting yourself to a guilty grilling. Thank you. <laughs> Phew. <laughs>